reached the latest episode of The Ugly Truth. Well, we knew this day would come when our sister Stephanie has ridden off into the sunset to begin adulting in the real world. But never fear, Paula and I are still here to talk about our ugly lives with you, just as we always do. All of this, plus some ugly and awkward moments of the week, shoplivingclip.com, won't you? And enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. My Welsh pussy is pristine. Paula. I've been smoking since I was knee high to a grasshopper. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 457. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Stephanie had to go back to reality. She had to go back to work. She didn't like it. Back to life. Back to reality. reality. Who sang that? That was a terrible song. Oh, I don't know. Some, oh, I don't even know, but I don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> it's, one of, it's one of those dumb songs you hear at like an office. You're like, why would they play this? It's- soul to soul. Back to life. Soul to soul. There you go. I'm sure people yeah. are going, it's soul to soul. How can you it was, my it was our wedding dance. Don't talk about it like that. <laughs> my sisters and I walked down to the aisle to that song. We grooved out. We loved it. It was Ooh, the 90s. The album version of the song was an acapella. Okay. All right. All right. All right. It. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I wanted to tell you something before we started recording. You had mentioned how you accidentally hit record with your pinky and we had to start over. And yes. then you said sometimes you'll search for gifts too hard and you'll accidentally post some in a, some stupid gift that makes no sense to why you wanted to post well, it. Well, I mean, it's in the realm, but it's not what I'm looking for. And it'll be right. like, you know, something completely stupid. And I'm like, that's not what I want. So I have to like, some people are really fast about liking comments and stuff. So I'm like, if I don't delete this quickly, like they're going <laughs> to like it, but they're going to be like, what the hell? And I'm like, that's not what I wanted. Well, I had a really bad one once. Uh, I think I've discussed it on the in, on the show before, but somebody had posted that their grandmother had died. <laughs> And I had searched for a gift. First of all, I'm done search. Oh, no. Well, I mean, everybody's done the accidentally laughing one, you know, when somebody (laughs) posts something sad, like when somebody's dog dies, you go, ha, ha. You know, that was an accident. But one time, for whatever foolish reason, I was going to post a GIF. And I don't remember why, but I was looking through. Just type in the word sympathy, so that way everything is just, you know... It's all appropriate. It's all lo siento. (laughs) Right. So I think I I had uh, done love or hugs or something. And it was some like ridiculous movie. It wasn't like a couple making out or something. Yeah. It was like two white girls movie clip or something. And it was like, oh, shit. And so, I mean, as quickly as possible. Now, if you do this on your phone, you're fucked. But if you can do it on a laptop or your computer, you can edit, delete and replace. But man. It's really hard. Yeah, I deleted that so fast. I'm like, oh, my God, this is the worst thing ever. You know, it's like I've learned my lesson. Just I'm thinking of you and your family. End of discussion. <laughs> Do you know how terrified I am of accidentally sending like an inappropriate picture or like accidentally like because sometimes I use my phone as a flashlight and I'm just like, do you oh. know how scared I am <laughs> of like accidentally be sitting there like looking at, I don't know, like my inner thigh or something like right? that because I had I like have razor burn or something like that and there's like a straight and then all of a sudden <laughs> like I'm gonna have all these likes or comments or you're gonna straight call me photo. and you're like Paula your vagina's on Facebook <laughs> I'm like what 
I know. And I, I don't know. I'm the kind of the same way. And I'm so awkward with my phone. I hate, well, you know how much I hate phones. But anyway, I. You're going to see my toes curled around my phone and like, <laughs> my vagina. And I'm like. Ah! Oh, my God. I'll be like, delete. How do you do I have to delete my entire account and like move to another country. Oh, yeah. You have to be a, pick up a new name. You never that you Never. don't recover from that ever and then here's the other problem somebody will always take a screenshot of that shit and have it not just someone like it doesn't go everyone away, ever. everyone that's so funny anyway so yes that happens to all of us i thought it was funny okay so we are in like week seven of the quarantine for you i think we're at like week five for me i got the phone call a couple of days you know it actually it's an awkward moment but that i'll share next week but i will tell you that my doctor called and said so it's time for your mammogram and i'm like yes and she's like but sutter isn't doing anything until mid-may so i will just have to call you and we'll schedule it then so she was just basically telling me it's like look we know you have a mammogram we haven't forgotten about you but you're not getting one until mid-may and i went all right awesome and so why don't they just do what the vets are doing and just do like a drive-by tit swipe or something <laughs> like that? Seriously, they could. I mean, why not? Lift up your shirts! Swipe it like an ATM card! Well, my guess is they're still doing them, but it's probably for emergencies only. So it's like, I found a lump. Come in! You know, that kind of thing versus we're not doing anything. Right. But so, and it even said like, well, because you're, you know, you haven't had anything weird in two or three years, you're good. So well, and we'll yours was wait. super invasive last time because you got like the yeah. whole like MRI. Did. did you get like an MRI or a CT scan well, or something like that? Yeah. Two years ago, I had to do the double up, which apparently yeah. is very common. Not, not for me. I refuse to be that, but it is not uncommon to have to do the, the follow-up for something weird in your boob. But I've only had that one ha- once and for seven days before the, the follow-up, I was listening to sad music. I was crying all the time. Every song reminded me of my funeral. Did you look up like funeral arrangements? Oh, I, everything. Daryl came in and I was listening to that Chris Stapleton song about how I love my life. <laughs> I love my life. You know, it's just me and you and the kids and the dog or whatever. And I'm just sitting there on the bedside, just sitting there listening to it, reflecting on how lucky I've been. And Daryl goes, what are you doing? And I go, nothing. I'm just, I'm just preparing. And he's like, you're not going to die. I'm like, you don't know anything. You have no idea. I could be dying right now. And he's like, oh my God. You get a group message from me. Hey, everybody, we're going skydiving on Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So anyway, um, I was like, all right, thanks. Well, they want to schedule it for my birthday. (laughs) Daryl's all, hell no, you are not. I got my first pap smear and pelvic on my 18th birthday. Ew, congratulations. I know. Welcome to womanhood. That was probably the best sex you had that year. No, it was anyway. awful. But of course, I know. The, the speculum looked like those hair clips that they used to like uh, <laughs> at the hair salon. You know, those little oh, like God. silver ones. Who? That's, yes. that's how big the duck lips were. They were tiny. It's oh, like a bobby pin. And I was like, ow. I, oh, my God. And we're the worst. And we've discussed that. I know. So last week when we were talking, you had mentioned on the show that you were struggling with a hurt uh, crown your crown had broken and yes. you were struggling so the follow-up is you had an infection from said a broken crown yeah so what happened is it got increasingly worse the infection spread from my lower gums to my upper gums oh and um i actually had to call the emergency on call doctor dentist whatever mm. he prescribed amoxicillin and some kind of bacterial antibacterial mouthwash it tastes like mm. listerine to me but oh, whatever yeah. Yeah. I have no copay, so I'm like, well, that's fine. 
<laughs> and so um, that's what I've been doing. It's, so today's the first day I woke up without any pain. Oh. So I think it was probably like really bad, I guess, at the oh, point yeah. when I got it. So Absolutely. Because like Absolutely. I said, I wasn't feeling good. I had a fever for a couple days. Mm-hmm. And I guess I just underestimated like how bad a dental infection could be so horrible they're terrible they're the worst we we think oh well we can see them so you know if you have a cavity it hurts you get it fixed whatever but when it goes beyond that and even beyond a root canal because obviously that crown was a root canal so there's no Mm -hmm. root there it when it gets into the bone or the tissue Mm -hmm. oh my god it's like a pain like you've never felt in your life yeah, well, and I kind of have a high pain tolerance. So I guess I kept thinking that, like, I thought it was like nerves maybe in the, mm-hmm. the surrounding tissue. And I'm like, yeah. well, they've got to die eventually. So I was <laughs> kind of, I was kind of <laughs> writing it out to see if they would just die off and like go away. But you'll just, you'll just have black mouth. But then I was just like, you know, I'm on these upper molars are kind of starting to hurt too. I'm like, that doesn't oh. seem right. And I'm like, I can't feel like my teeth. And I'm like, this is getting bad. I'm like, I better call someone. You don't want to look like one of those people that's had half their jaw removed. Well, especially when we were talking the podcast and I was like, what happened in there? <laughs> you know? Just yeah. Like, the last thing you want is to have to do one of those PSAs about flossing. <laughs> Yeah, it's either have that your, or I'm going to have a freaking stoma and I'm like, be sure to clean out your stoma every day. Right. Have your, have your face gone and scaring small you know, teenagers so they'll remember to brush their teeth. Can I tell you, my children love those commercials because they like to, this is so bad. They're so bad. They like to mimic people with stomas. <laughs> oh, you know what? They're fascinating. <laughs> they're fascinating. I, I don't like understand. They'll put their finger on their throat and they're like, be sure not to let any water get into your stomach when you're taking a shower. What about the one that puts the the talking box under her jaw to speak? <laughs> you know, it's like I smoked for 15 years. Oh God! It's like you should hear Olivia. She's just like I've been smoking since I was knee high to a grasshopper. <laughs> Hey, man, those things scared me when I was a kid. Like, remember I was telling you, you know, I was trained. I was scared straight to not run in the street with a ball. And I was also terrified never to smoke because, you know, they're like, well, not to mention the yellow fingernails, but you will end up with this hole in your in your face, you know, (laughs) God, what's wrong with our our kids? (laughs) Well, uh, take a look at your our mirrors. I think I know, we will find out exactly what's wrong with our children. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, so, well, I'm glad you're feeling better. Now, Sunny, my little 13-year-old Sheltie boy, who is just the most grand, regal, retired gentleman of the house. We love, I love him, so, him. I know. God, I love that dog. And, you know, it. I, I mean, this puppy is great, but man, there is something about Shelties. I just freaking love them so much. I told Daryl, I said, I, I don't think I can live in a world where I don't have one. Like, mm-hmm. I really enjoy them so much. They're so smart and loving and emotional, and they're just so great. Anyway, he had one tooth in the middle of his mouth kind of <laughs> wiggling. <laughs> and I was like, what is this? And so I immediately called the vet. And here's the thing. I do look at his teeth. I look to make sure that he doesn't have any abscesses or anything, because a year and a half ago, he had to have seven teeth pulled. And I was like, oh never again. So I called the vet, brought him in the next day, and they said, okay, yes, there's that tooth, but he has significant 
buildup in the back and he needs a full cleaning. He'll be anesthetized. We will clean him out and any extractions we need to do, we will tell you. I don't even want to tell you how much it was. Let's just put it this way. We got on a payment plan because it was high. (gasps) How did he he get pulled this time? Well, he had to have 13 pulled. Do dogs even have that? That, That's 20 teeth. That's what I asked. How many teeth do dogs have? I don't know, but he has like four left and that's it. So why didn't they just pull them all and give him like doggy dentures? Because they don't want to do that because they just that's just that's he comes home and he's like, hey, how's it going? (laughs) So she called and told me how bad it was. And they said and apparently this is very common. And this is all age related, by the way. This is not lack of care. He's clearly very healthy. He's very well cared for. And they said, you know, this sometimes this happens with dogs when they get to a certain age, their teeth just go by and that's the end of it. Well, it happens um, to old people too. So. It does. So can he not taste now or what? Well, he's not doing anything right now. He is right. a drug addict right now. But she called me and said, okay, he did really well. Unfortunately, we, you know, we had to pull a few more than we expected. And um, he is taking his time recovering and I go well what does that mean they're like oh no he's fine but he had a lot of work done and so we're really keeping an eye on him make sure he's not in any pain and I said okay cool so they said come at the very latest you can come so he showed up right before they closed they gave us this huge bag of stuff and his medications he got tramadol Mm -hmm. and he got another kind of pain med Mm -hmm. he is going to take about three days to recover from this and i said okay and they said now we're cleaning him up right now because he you know he had a lot of work done and he was kind of a mess and they said please be prepared he is totally out of it and i said all right they said the reason we're sending him home is because he's going to do much better at home than he would here and i said okay was daryl with you of course because at this point because of the quarantine they can't let anybody in so they literally are bringing him out to you in the parking lot oh like in the back door or something are you right okay. right and so finally after you know setting up the payment plan setting up you know getting all of his medications getting all of this stuff what's really great is they do they did not lecture me about dental care which i'll get into later in a minute so they bring him out he is like a baby they're holding him like a baby he is out of it and so i hold him and we get in the car i'm gonna try not to now i started crying i was weeping i was like this poor dog what have i done i felt like the worst dog owner on the planet because i'm like how did i let this happen i i can't believe it and so they said we love this dog he Mm -hmm. is so special and i said really they're like he is the best dog ever i'm like he's only he's already 13 you guys like he's like on the end you know because they just Mm -hmm. don't live forever and i was like and so i was crying and daryl's like honey he's okay i'm like i know he's okay but this is horrifying i i feel terrible and so we get him home lay him down he is out until about 11 30 and so we're like okay and they said he'd be out and that he probably wouldn't wake up until the morning because they gave him a bunch of extra pain pills before we left so that he'd yeah. be out you know they give you the the really good shit before you leave yeah the doctor. right right he got that and so 11 30 straight up he started howling and crying i mean loud he was <gasps> in so much pain and i'm like what do I do? And so it's like I grab his pills and they say use cream cheese to get it down his throat because his mouth is really swollen. I was like, oh, my God, this is brute. This is hell. This is hell. Mm. And so I get it down. He's wandering around. He's crying. I'm holding him again because he's still out of it. He gets up. He wants up. So I let him up because I think, well, let him pee on the floor if he has to pee. And so he gets up. 
he stops, dead stops, sits up straight, and starts leaning against the chair. The bed's kicked in within like a minute. Like, oh, good. He was like, whoa. He was mm-hmm. so out of it. So we put him back to bed. And he woke up this morning crying a little bit because he had to pee. He peed more than I've ever seen a dog pee in my life. And he's standing there and he's got his head in the air and his eyes are closed and he's peeing outside. (laughs) And I was like... The longest pee ever. And I was like, dude, I feel that pee. That looks like it feels so good. I mean, such a good... You know, when you get a really good pee on after like a night of drinking or something. Oh my God, does it feel good to pee? So I brought him back and then he collapsed. He fell. Aww, and so guy. I picked him up. I gave him his tramadol. If, if he could have put his paw on the wall while he was exactly. urinating, he would oh, have. If he, yeah, if he could have put his pee, if he could have put his little paw on that tree right next to him, he totally would have done it. He would have been like, Ugh. oh my God. Yeah. It's like, I've been waiting for this for so long. So I gave him his little tramadol and he has been out ever since. But it, it's been so sweet because Daryl has just been like the sweetest ever because he knows I'm just like this is the worst thing of my life you know it's like i'm just so i hate it and i was like when did vets start saying you must brush your dog's teeth like when did that start because we've talked about this before when did vets start saying you know it's really important that you brush your dog's teeth or you know give them chews or whatever because i don't remember in all my life of owning dogs that ever vets ever saying make sure you brush your teeth you know it's like when did that start like really start i mean was it in the 70s or the 80s because i mean never in my life do i remember in when um, we were kids vets going hey uh taffy and ebo need toothbrushing like i don't remember that i just remember that there was a lot of treats you could buy because people like oh if your dog's breath is bad he probably has plaque build up and you can buy these treats but i don't remember ever somebody saying you know back in 81 we always thought their breath was bad because they licked their assholes i know and now i'm thinking no it was gum disease yeah that's true i mean when it got to a point where pablo's breath was just so fucking unbearable i'm just like (laughs) we gotta take him to the vet it sounds like smells like something crawled in his mouth and died it's like god pablo did you eat shrimp last night we're just (laughs) like pablo your breath is just unusually pungent today we can't take it anymore (laughs) right anyway so the moral of the story is brush your dog's teeth apparently and you know just start early all right anyway moving forward so in this crazy haze of medicated dogs and being up we were till one in the morning and i did take some uh, valerian root and melatonin these little gummies that i have and they were you took both of them i took both yeah well, oh, there, it's a combo. It's a combo pill. The last time I took that at mom's house, which I was like 16, <laughs> I dreamt I had kids coming out of pancake batter. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So I was in a haze and it's kind of like, it's it's like the natural, it's like the natural, um, out of, not out of van. What's the other one? Oh, Ambien. Ambien. It's like a natural Ambien, but you don't get up yeah. and, do, and eat stuff. So I was on my pad and I was just looking at stuff and I went down this crazy rabbit hole of weird, odd things on the internet. And I found, I know this has probably been talked about before, not on our show, but did you know that when Napoleon Bonaparte died, they took off his penis in an autopsy? Why'd they want his penis? Exactly. I don't know, but I read this thing. It says, people have been fixated on Napoleon's penis since his doctor allegedly cut it off during his autopsy in 1821 and gave it to a priest in Corsica. The penis 
which was not properly preserved, has been compared over the years to a piece of leather, a shriveled eel, and to beef jerky. In 1927, when it went on display in Manhattan, can you even imagine... (laughs) having your boobs on display in manhattan well yeah they're fantastic but true Uh, but but not when they're all shriveled up and dead they said they compared his penis to a maltreated strip of buckskin shoelace in 1977 a urologist living in new jersey bought the penis for three thousand dollars and put it under his bed until he died 30 years later his daughter inherited it and has fielded at least one one hundred thousand dollar offer it, it would probably look like a dead snail. Like, why would you want that? And they said that when they, I saw something else and it was like an inch and a half long. And I'm like, that's just mean. He had little man syndrome, Jimmy. <laughs> Hardcore. <laughs> and he obviously didn't have children, so. But Jeez. I was just like, why in the world would anybody cut off one's member and then give it to someone like what is that was it his gay lover was it like a re- was Maybe there a it reason? was like a thing back well you know how men are about their dicks i mean I come know. on you it's know the, so strange the, the guy doing the autopsies was just like you know what? i'm gonna keep this guy's dick I mean, can we at least i mean can someone acknowledge why he gave it to a specific priest in corsica like what is that all about why there did must... beethoven cut off his ear and send it to a girlfriend you i mean, mean van gogh <laughs> No, that wasn't Van Gogh, was it? Yeah, it was. He he because he was mentally ill. <laughs> That's why he did it. Well, whatever. What of those guys? I mean, why did he do that? But it's so weird. Like this whole thing I was reading about the the most notorious body parts of people and why they are notorious. And Napoleon's penis was one. And another one was when Benito Mussolini was killed in World War II. Somebody took his brain because they wanted to find out what makes a dictator, and they thought if they did a brain analysis they would be able to see if there was something different about his brain than a normal person's brain well maybe if they had like mris back then yeah but they didn't so they so they took his brain and preserved it so that they could see if there was a difference between a dictator's brain and a normal person's brain and i'm like well i mean i can understand the science but back in the 40s did they even have that kind of science i don't know but ultimately ending up little pieces of his brain ended up in jars and people just started selling them (laughs) and i'm like why would you want that what like like an like at an Indian bazaar like get your Mussolini's brain eBay five dollars <laughs> it was like yeah basically eBay the, the eBay is the you know is the uh, is the flea market of the internet where you can basically find anything there and they promptly removed the sale but it's like why 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 would you want that it's so crazy to me. Well, I mean, I get the theory, like whoever took the brain, they were on the right track because they were trying to see like what the difference would be, because obviously they could tell fundamentally the two are completely different, you know, like the the line of thinking. But I don't think you would be able to tell the difference because the brain is just kind of like an organ or a muscle. You really can't see the difference or the functionality without like proper equipment like you wouldn't be able to you wouldn't be able to tell like visually by looking at it it's just strange how there are certain people who think that body parts are coveted it's so weird i mean serial killers like that too so to me i I think a penis is i think penis is extremely coveted 
And well, now that yes. I'm without, I... <laughs> now you really want one? <laughs> I want to covet it even more. I know. Well, <laughs> I want to covet it with my vagina so bad. <laughs> All in due time, I'm sure. <laughs> anyway, I thought that was really weird. And I wanted to share that with you. I didn't know anything. And I and I love that I don't know shit. You know, and I'm, I'm like, I think I've known. I think I knew everything there is to know. And then I learned something new. I don't proclaim to know anything at all and I like to think that I'm a smart person but trust me when it comes to things like that I I don't think I would know anything no so the other thing I found out is today is Loretta Lynn's birthday and she's 87 oh she's alive yeah oh hardcore in fact she released a new song a couple of days ago she did a remake of I Fall to Pieces in honor of Patsy Cline who was her BFF when they were growing up together you know I bet that sounds amazing I liked it, actually. She does sound... (laughs) No, she still has a good voice. Her tone is great. Definitely sounds like an older person. But she, she, but she's still the coal miner's daughter. Yeah, and so that. But there's she probably sounds like she has the black lung. (laughs) A little, just a little. (laughs) So she, the reason that I'm always fascinated by Loretta Lynn is she obviously looks a lot older than she is. I know 87 is old. Jesus Christ, what does she look like? She's 110? (laughs) She looks old. Now, I mean, maybe her age has finally caught up with her face, but she always had an old face. Like, she never looked her age. But it's also, it was the time. I mean, back in the 50s, everyone had to have the short haircut. Everyone had to look old. Shit, when our mom was 40, she looked like she was 55. (laughs) Exactly. So maybe it's the generational thing. But anyway, I'm always fascinated by Loretta Lynn because they go, oh, Loretta Lynn, she's 87. I'm like, God, really? Or she's been in the business for 60 years. 60 years. That's insane. She debuted in the country music pop charts or whatever 60 years ago. And to me, that's it. I mean, is there anybody else alive who can say that? I don't think so. Maybe Dolly Parton. but No, I don't even think Dolly Parton can say that. But so I and I I have a soft spot for Loretta Lynn. Coal Miner's Daughter is one of my most favorite movies of all time. And so I'm a little pseudo obsessed with it you know because i just i just love the whole concept of it and i thought sissy spacek was amazing and so whenever it's on i can't it's one of those ones where i can't stop watching it when it comes on oh she's had work done too oh hell yes she has she is she is no uh natural beauty she don't give a shit she's like oh yeah i'm getting everything done she don't care facelift i think something yeah because she looks kind of face cheek implants you know I don't think those, are cheek- she's a- those aren't cheek uh, implants. Maybe fat injections. Then. Yeah, she's gotten injections for sure, but definitely not. Anyway, so I'm like, oh, that's great. So, yes, I listened to it. It's definitely not the best thing I've ever heard, but it is a great tribute. And she's also having a book come out about her friendship with Patsy Cline. And I love Patsy Cline. So I may not buy it, but I will definitely you know, listen to it on Audible or something. So, you know, it's weird. Her net worth is only 65 million. That's not that much. I would have expected a lot more. Yeah, me too. Maybe she's just a real, I don't know. You know who has a book coming out this month? Who? Val Kilmer. <gasps> I did know that actually. I really want to read it. it called, it's called I'm Your Huckleberry. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> yes. Wait. I'm pretty excited. Oh, you know, speaking of, you know, all these movies have been pushed back for months and months and months. Mm-hmm. And Top Gun was supposed to come out, I think, in May. And now it's not. I don't, I, I don't even think it has a release date anymore. 
You know, I just don't even know if I want to see it. We were watching the original Top Gun a couple of days ago. I forgot how bad that movie is. I didn't realize I how know. bad it was. Well, I mean, think about it. When we were watching it, we were all geeked out. What were we, like 14? Barely. You know, 14, 12, 11, and 8? Yeah, we I were mean, young. Super young. So if that's what it appealed to back then, you know who's going to be seeing it? Mm. All these women's like in their 50s. You know, oh, are going to be like, ah! It'll be like the Bon Jovi concert of 2019. And their tight jeans and kitten heels and, you know, their <laughs> tank tops with their saggy boobs. Well, you know, Mackenzie, my daughter, her and her best friend went to see Bon Jovi last summer. Shut the fuck up. And I said, really? how was it? Yeah. she. I go, how was it? She goes, well, we were surrounded by a lot of people your age. I'm like, oh, you think? And she's like, yeah. And I said, so you went to a concert with your parents? She's like, basically. <laughs> you know what? Bon Jovi is timeless. That's ridiculous. I would not agree with you on that, especially given the scenes of the crowd. I would say you're pretty much looking at the same people that are going to go see Top Gun. That's it. I, I don't think I'm going to see it. I, you know, I just don't like him enough at all well, to I'm see him star in a movie. Val Kilmer is supposed to be making a cameo, though. I know, but that's it. The thing is, is he says and he admits in his book that he had throat cancer. I know. He finally admits it. And that he has to walk around with his chin tucked down and a scarf because I think he's got like a gaping hole or something <sighs> in his neck or a stoma or a breathing tube or I don't know what it is, but I mean, I smoked for 15 years <laughs> or like Michael Douglas, I licked some dirty snatch and at some point it caught up to me and it rotted a hole so. in my throat, <laughs> but it was damn good snatch. And so it was good, but I quit because I was thinking of my family. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. And Catherine Zeta Jones. That's disgusting. <laughs> so and it was not mine. I wish. <laughs> How dare you? We are very clean people. How <laughs> dare you? <laughs> My Welsh pussy is pristine. <laughs> Whatever. And I don't shave, so it it prevents all bacteria from coming into my vagina. <laughs> okay. All right. And now, because... I don't know, Paula, you probably feel the same way I do. Um, we haven't done a little carnival in quite some time for some reason. We predominantly talk about sister wives on there because it's just so trashy. And there hasn't been a whole lot of other reality shows that we wanted to dish on. Mm-hmm. But sister wives finally came to an end this last weekend. And OK, so well, let me tell you where where I left off. OK, I actually stopped watching mid show uh, in the middle of a show because I just couldn't stand it anymore. I got so sick and tired of like three episodes of them fighting about the where house. they're going to live yeah. on this fucking property and who's yeah. going to face the mountains, who's going to face the sun. <laughs> you know, Cody's going to divorce Robin, which I'm like, no, he's not, you know, right. and Mary's feeling alone. And I'm like, God, I'm like, you guys are just stupid. And I'm yeah. like, this is the dumbest. This is the dumbest line of bullshit that yeah. I'm like, and you're dragging it out forever because Ever. there's no there's nothing else going on that they want to talk about there's no plot line i'm like when you have something new bring it i said but i'm not watching the rest of the season of this crap so forget it so ultimately what happened was they purchased a house a million dollar home that robin is sitting in nice and pretty even though they're financially struggling right christine owns her home janelle rents her home mary has yet again moved to another home she is has completely been mia this whole this whole apparently this was the season finale it did not feel like a season finale what it felt like is that they cut the season short because shit got real and they didn't want to continue filming that's the only thing i can think of because it's very 
it's a very weird ending. They focus like abrupt. It was abrupt, and there was no conclusion to anything. So Maddie, uh, which is um, Cody and Janelle's daughter, she mm-hmm. had a baby a couple of years ago. Now she's pregnant again with this baby. We talked about this. Her baby mm-hmm. is it's a little girl. They named her Evangeline, and she has Fatco, which is basically she was born missing some digits. She's missing um, a, her tibia in one of her legs, so one of her legs is much shorter than the other. Ultimately, though, she's incredibly healthy. Mm-hmm. This was the the final episode was the birth of her baby, and okay. so the baby is born at a birthing center because, according to Maddie, hospitals are for emergencies only, and okay. <laughs> not for anything else. And so now I would say every woman has the right to do whatever they want when they're pregnant and they want to deliver. However you, you want to do it, I totally get it. The reality is is that she knew her baby was not one hundred percent perfect. So why would you deliver it at a birthing center then? My point exactly. And why didn't anyone convince her? I believe she's like 22 years old. She's really young. She's like an infant. Yeah, she's super young. And so I understand her very strong opinions. And I understand wanting to have a baby in a unhospital. Some people are terrified of hospitals and I totally get it. But when you have a baby who you know is not going to be 100% perfect coming out, you don't know well, what basically that means. be considered special needs. You don't know if they're going to have a breathing problem or right. if they're going to have a, you know, some well, kind of just, circulation problem or something. Well, you, not to you, mention, you want a neonatal staff like immediately to evaluate. And and the thing is, is even though they told her like, look, you know, she's yes, physically she's going to have some issues, but you know, everything else looks perfect, wonderful. But that doesn't mean you just roll the dice and go, well, I'm just going to birth next to the yoga center. You know, right? It's that's like, what you think. And but I mean, you only know so much until they get out and hit air. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, so the baby is born, and sure as shit, she's struggling with breathing. Of course. And so she has to be transported to the hospital in a little incubator. They literally have to take this little incubator outside into the parking lot, into the ambulance, because it's a fucking birthing center. And so they take the baby away. Maddie, and they gloss over this, is hemorrhaging, and she goes into shock. They are both in the hospital for three days before they are released. That's a long ass time after having a mm-hmm. healthy baby. That's a not vaginal normal. delivery. Yeah. Vaginal delivery. You're out in like 24 hours. You, you should be if everything's great. So yeah, anyway, they're practically pushing you out the door. They really are. So they go to the hospital and they're like, well, three days later, I'm like three days. That's a that's a harrowing experience if you ask me. So yeah, baby, you know what? I, I didn't even think about that because if you do have a special needs child, that can also affect the mother too. Uh, and it did. She it was a very well. It was a quick labor. But the baby just simply would not come down. The baby. And you know what? Those birthing centers, they think they're doctors. So. Well, they were wearing T-shirts. So, yeah. Oh, wow. (laughs) So, anyway, they let Janelle catch the baby. That should be illegal that if they already know (laughs) there's a problem, they should not be permitted to deliver those babies. She wanted a home birth, but she she was willing to go to a birthing center because of the potential health issues it should not be legal to well to home birth or to go to a birthing center if you're already told that you have a special condition interestingly this was the only birthing center willing to let her deliver all the other ones said no way (laughs) the other ones said no because they don't want the liability exactly and so anyway the baby is gorgeous beautiful mm-hmm. baby i that ba- and i'm like and you know how judgy we are about babies mm-hmm. she is precious so pretty P- 
pretty baby. And I was like, oh my God, this baby is so cute. I just want to hold it so bad. You know, it's just so Mm -hmm. cute. So that's good news. But that's how it ended. Mary never showed up. Robin was in it for about three minutes. And then it was the Janelle and Christine show because Christine went to North Carolina to be with Janelle. And that was it. That was the end. Mm -hmm. And the last thing was Cody saying, well, before we can move to Coyote Pass, we have to work on our relationships. And then it faded out. There's no tell-all. There's no recap of the season. Nothing. And Mm. so, you know, like I said before, I don't think we've talked about on the show, Mary does not follow anybody in the family on Instagram except for some of the kids. Mm -hmm. And she also doesn't have any indication she's a sister wife or has any affiliation with TLC. So... Hmm. What we would all love, because, you know, there's a very hot Reddit sub sub on. Oh, really? Oh, my God. I'm so it's entrenching. It's amazing. It's so I'm going to have to follow it. What's it called? TLC Sister Wives. So it's amazing. Everybody's hoping for a spinoff for Mary. Everybody's hoping for a Mary spinoff. I wouldn't want to see that. Well, if she leaves a family, it's very interesting. <laughs> I want to see. It could be a one-time hit. Who cares? One season. Like maybe a special or a something 60, like that. A but... six-episode thing would be great. But, of course, so the big question always is, oh, is there going to be a, is there going to be a new season? Are they going to do it? Well, with the coronavirus, there's no filming going on anyway. But there's been no film crew seen in Flagstaff. There's been no indication at all that there's any filming. Interestingly, though, this was a fairly highly rated season, which is shocking to everybody, really. No one can believe it that people right. were watching it. But it was the number seventh reality show overall. Really? Yes. And that's crazy. It used to well, not Well, people be. are invested. I mean, it's been yeah. on for a really long time. That is and, true. That is true. You know, I mean, it is it is a storyline mm-hmm. and it does have different components, you know, whether it's not just one storyline. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's there's like, several. There's, there's lots of there's tendrils. The, there's the four different relationships. There's the kids that they're growing up. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, even though, I mean, that's not too compelling, not for me at least, but... Um, no. You know, there's just different, I don't know, just different things. Plus, whatever you see online, the gossip. And so you just want to see if it plays into the show. For real. Well, anyway, so that's the end of another season of Sister Wives. Obviously, if there's a new season uh, and any off-season gossip, we will be discussing it. Um, But there are are a few reality shows coming up that I want to watch. And I'm going to force you to hear the recaps of them, Paula. <laughs> I swear to God, if it's the fucking Bachelor, I don't even want to know. It's not the Bachelor. They're, I'll they hang up on you. They haven't even filmed. They canceled filming because they can't because of the crew. You know what? We've been going. Okay, so I have been binge watching Dexter for like a week now. Yeah. I'm already on season four. And then we watched, Olivia and I watched Naked and Afraid for like 24 hours straight. <laughs> So I told everyone, though, I'm like, you know, it would be really fun. Like if you were in a couple like, you know, you and a a significant other is if you went camping, but you did it naked and afraid style. Like, what does that mean? I'm like, basically, you go camping, but you don't wear any clothes. And they're like, so that's just camping naked. I'm like, exactly. Never. (laughs) I think that'd be so fun. Oh, my God, Paula, (laughs) the amount of bugs that would crawl up your snatch are more than I want to even think about. You're in a tent with the sleeping bag Wait, you don't think like that you're... oh you don't think ants can get in there come on no get it no you you're on your own on that one i and think it sounds fun have you someone seen... bends over to poke at the fire you give him a slap in the ass no you're thinking of it far too cleanly you think that nothing gets dirty i can't even with you ew 
never. I'm excited. I can't wait. By all means, go for it. I have you seen that new social media trend that's uh, going around? Where- <laughs> all of a sudden, the family walks past you going to the lake. You're like, morning, morning. <laughs> you, I know. Actually, I know you know because you posted it the other day. But I saw it a couple weeks ago where girls are walking in on their husbands naked to see how they'll react. I love that so bad. And so far, I've not seen anyone act poorly. They've all reacted positively. Which is There's lovely. been one guy where he just kind of sat there and he just stared at her like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm like, get the <laughs> fuck up, you stupid ass. <laughs> so it's usually the girls. They're just like, what are you doing? <laughs> well, then when the guys do the reversal and they walk in and they flash their entire family. I mean, that guy was so freaking funny. They're like, oh, John, come on. Go back to your room. But nobody wants to see that. It's just amazing. I thought that was so cute. I, I want to see more of those. I, I think it's so cute when the, the girls walk in, the guys are playing. Like, they literally fling off their headsets. That's so cute. And their controllers. And they're just it like, is. oh. It is very cute. I've done it. I've done that before. I did not realize that yeah. that would have such an effect. Yeah, I've done that before. And Daryl's like, um, okay, that's it. Let, let's go. <laughs> like, some of them even don't even say goodbye. They're like, oh. Yeah, just, it's it's really cute. And it, it's, it is so adorable. It just shows you how inventive people are when in, you know, constrained uh, environments. <laughs> you find stuff to do. It's so cute. I it loved is cute. it. All right. Well, uh, let's go do our Hugly and Awkward Moments of the Week. I'm doing a dentist edition since we've had some dental... Oh. Uh, discussions and then we will close out the show for another day here's the first one and now we have done dentists before but i i found some others that i thought were really funny i believe i've said this one before but i i wanted to repeat it okay the dentist was saying suction to his assistant and i heard suck so i sucked on the finger that was in my mouth (laughs) he handled it well that was probably 20 years ago and i still want to die when i think of it Was that you or no? It was not me. I did not okay. suck my dentist's finger. Well, I wouldn't put it past you, Jamie. Well, I know me either. I know. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Although I think he would take it in stride as well. <laughs> right. He'd be like, thank you, but I need the uh, assistant to suction your mouth now. <laughs> oh, just kidding. My old boss was telling a patient how important it is. You've to... got quite a grip there. <laughs> okay. You make a, your husband a happy man. <laughs> All right. Can I go? Can I say? Yes. Go ahead. My old boss was telling a patient how important it is to save his teeth because no one wants to kiss someone with dentures. The patient looks at him and says, my wife has dentures. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought, oh, my God, how awkward. And that reminded me of the time once I was in the car. I was driving Malia and her friend. And I don't even know. I was taking to the mall or something. They were like 14. And I was driving to the mall. And I said, girls, a bit of advice. Never fall in love and marry a man who works in construction. Oh, God. Because it's just, it's a dead end. Uh, The girl goes, my dad's in construction. And I was like, well, except for your dad. (laughs) It was so embarrassing. Why don't you think before you talk sometimes, Jamie? Well, I didn't know her dad was in construction. For God's sake. I mean. Didn't you think about the possibilities? Like, just so. Maybe you should have said blue collar work. Uh, that's worse. That's that that, no, that opens not. up to a whole other people, a lot of people, and you know what? And electricians and plumbers make a l- good living. So no, especially if they use copper piping. But that's right. Only the good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Anything else? Garbage. 
<laughs> okay so it, yes so that was very embarrassing and embarrassing for the dentist as well of all things it's like what is she not your patient do you not know she has denture for god's sake well i kind of makes me think about the guy that sucks the dentist's finger like he must have been on like nitrous oxide or well, i would like, hope so maybe the novocaine makes him loopy like it makes me loopy because uh, like yeah. at what point would you think that sucking the dentist's <laughs> finger would be beneficial to the process. I do not know. Like, do you think he needed to know, like, about your grip or something? Like, like I don't know. If you were reacting well to the. <laughs> I mean, that's totally something I would do, yeah. though. It's and it worse. was a guy, right? Or was it a girl? It I was a know. girl. Like, she went home and she's like, honey, I did the worst I thing today. I sucked the dentist's finger. You'd be like, what? Wait, what? <laughs> you won't even do that for me. Right. You don't even like that kind of stuff. Well, I, I know, know, but he's, uh, he said suction, but I thought he said suck. I had my earphones like, on. Wait, what? I've, I've said suck me before, and you just like look at me like you want to kill me. You're like, what? Never. Um, Let alone oh, suck my finger. So this one, this last one made me laugh because it, it reminded me of something you would do, and I think that's Probably. why I wanted to say it. So it's <laughs> it said, I told my new dentist, bonjour, because... Her name was French. She saw my name and replied, Konnichiwa. My name- <laughs> She's like, my name is Fernando. <laughs> so, it makes zero sense. Oh, God. No, that reminds me. <laughs> Olivia was little. I know I've said this before. She was probably like three and we were leaving Walmart and, you know, they check your receipt as you're leaving. Right. So it was an Indian lady and Olivia walked up to her. And she <laughs> <told her. laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Olivia walked up to the Indian lady and she, <laughs> she she's like, como te amas? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, I'm like, Olivia, come on, let's go to the car. <laughs> That is I, the Indian so lady, funny. she was not abused. She just kind of looked at me, and I'm like, sorry. What? <laughs> well, I'm like, I'm like, just because, just because they, they are foreign does not mean they only speak Spanish, Olivia. <laughs> God. Well, you don't know. Well, I know, but it was just like she walked that up. She's like, funny. come on, Tayama. So I'm like, Olivia, stop. <laughs> you know what I hate? I, I, I mean... First of all, I think it's really cute that she's trying to be sensitive. She's like, I'm going to speak your language so that you feel comfortable around me. <laughs> so yeah, funny. that's fine. As long as you're not like some white yuppie that's like 70 drinking a martini. Hi, come with Thomas. I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> right. I'm from like, Brooklyn. So. Like, I think you have me confused with somebody else. They're going anyway. out to speak to the gardener or something like oh that. God, and you're like, uh, so I live up the street. <laughs> oh, geez. All right. Well, that's all I have for today. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. I hope everybody had a great Easter, whatever that meant. We didn't do a damn thing, so I'm actually pretty okay with that. Everyone keeps shopping Amazon. I know I can't stop shopping it because I have nothing better to do. I ordered batteries today, so hey. not, not for what you think, but um, well, they were double A's. I bought a hundred of them, so you can spare two. Please shop lipandclip.com for your makeup needs. Other than that, enjoy your continued time at home. Maybe go outside, go for a walk. We'll see you on Sunday. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth. 